0: I I don't quite get it, but I just saw a stat that said the United States is the most depressed country in the whole world. But I do live it. When I talk to people and I deal with people and I'm counseling with people, more and more we see more and more anxiety and we see more depression. If you keep looking at the stats, there's depression among the young and the old and we see depression in school-age kids. We see kids who are out of school. We see people with their first jobs. People just struggle with this this feeling. And they say 10% of the U.S., roughly, is clinically depressed. I think that's the stat. So, what are we wrestling with? Uh, Why is it, then, you would think, at least if you're doing some math, the people who are depressed, if we have that many, must have the worst circumstances that you can imagine. You must kind of lay it all out. And then, of all the people on this planet, the ones who have it the worst would be the most depressed. But I don't think that's the case. If you know anything about the life of the Apostle Paul, he, at one point, in the book of uh, 2 Corinthians, I think it is, he goes through this whole list of things that he's struggled with. He says he's faced the Jewish lashes 40 minus 1. He says that he's been shipwrecked. He says that he's been stoned. He says that he's been left for dead and hungry and thirsty. And all of these things. Like, the list goes on and on and on and on. And he comes to this conclusion still to say, Rejoice in the Lord always. And you're like, what is going on? I may have finally figured it out. After 20-some years of being in ministry, I used to think that the devil would work hardest and break people who faced difficult, difficult circumstances. But what I found, the people who are abandoned, the people who are suffering, the people who are close to meeting their Maker, often have the most joy and the most contentment in Christ. And it doesn't really make sense unless you think of it this way. When you have everything, It's really hard to tell what is good. But when some of this stuff and all of it gets stripped away except what is essential, then you can see that your true joy comes in Christ. I don't know where your situation, it could be terrible. You could be facing job loss and pain and suffering and divorce. And you could be facing all these troubles. And you're thinking, I'll never find joy in my life again. But what I found in experience is sometimes the door to joy comes through suffering. I think this is how they said it in the book of Hebrews. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Talking about Christ. Christ saw the joy of suffering for you. And let's thank him for doing that just for you. Heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thank you for suffering. And recognizing that uh, there was something bigger than the, your immediate gratification. But instead, there was a deeper meaning that you lived this perfect life and you went all the way to the cross so that we could have a different perspective when we look at our life. And sometimes that means as we step through and we wade through and we get refined through suffering, it means all these other things get stripped away and we can see that the true essential thing in our life is that you give us everything we need to find that joy. Help us find joy this day as we serve you. Amen.